This is Sky. And this is Raina. And, and we're, we're cousins. We created this platform to share our stories. To revisit memories and hopefully by unpacking them. We will leave each situation more empowered. More excited. More confident. More brave. More passionate. More healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back. This is another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. And this episode is called The Works. And by the works, we mean... Therapy. We are diving into... Therapy. <laughs> we wanted the double. All right. We're going to work on it next time. We, we're just, we're just going to talk about therapy. Um, we're going to go through some questions, kind of share our experiences. Uh, we have very different experiences, so it's interesting. Um, but yeah, let's just kind of dive right in, right? Question one. What ideas did you have about therapy before you went? Um, <clears throat> so before I went to therapy... I I guess I had been tuning so deeply into everyone's like therapy stories or like social media is like, go to therapy, go to therapy, go mm. to therapy. <clears throat> that I was like, I should do therapy. Mm. Like it like subconsciously like planted in my head that I should go. Like, I don't know why, but really? let me go. Yeah, let me go. And so I said to myself, let me go to therapy. Like I didn't I didn't have like any specific reason or like topic or thing that I wanted to dig into into or anything. So one day my auntie Sunday calls me mm -hmm. and she usually calls me like <clears throat> and we have sometimes short but sometimes really long conversations. And so we hadn't really had a really long conversation since Umi had been born because I don't really have the time like that. So when she calls, usually she's like probably drunk or high. So she wants to like have a full conversation. <clears throat> so when I saw her calling, I was like, I was just like, Lord, let Umi be good right now. Cause like I wanted to have that conversation. Yeah. So um, I pick up the phone, we're talking and like she was telling me all of these things about um, my siblings. Okay. Which, if you know anything about me, I have five other siblings that I met when I was 16. So before I was 16, I had no idea that they really existed or, like, I always, like, was in my head about them, wondering what they look like, wondering, like, what their mom looks like, because I, no, I had no, like, knowledge to anything. I'd never met them. And my dad had had a relationship with someone else at the same time um, that he was having a relationship with my mom. So... <clears throat> She was telling me about how um, she was telling me about these extravagant like parties, birthday parties that my dad would throw his other kids. Mm. And so she was like, she was like, yeah, like, um, oh, this was actually around my birthday. Okay. She was like, what you doing for your birthday, girl? And I was like, eh, nothing. And she was like, girl, your baby about to be one. Like, you could go out and you can have fun now. And yeah. I was like, oh, well, you know, like, he's still really attached to me. Like, I'm still nursing him. Like, I was, like, giving her all of these excuses. And she was like, 
girl, just leave your baby at home. Like he will be fine. And I was like, no, like you don't know my baby. Like he would not be fine. He is just so attached. And I'm like, at that point I was still nursing him like every hour even. So we're having this conversation and she was like, man, she's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why you don't take your birthday serious. Like every year you don't do nothing. Like every year I call you and you still not doing nothing. And I was like, well, you know, growing up, I never really had birthday parties. And she was like, you didn't. And I was like, do you remember any? And she was like, she was like, well, she was like, yeah, you know, I went to a couple of them. And I was like, well, what's a couple of them? And she was like, I don't know, probably like three. And I was like, yeah, because that's the only amount of birthdays I've had. Like, I've never like I never celebrated my birthday. Um, But my not not in that way. So my experience with celebrating my birthday would be like my dad and my mom, they would get together. We would go to like Black Angus or like we'd go to sushi or like we'd just go to a restaurant to celebrate my birthday. And Mm so that's what my idea of it was. But when we after talking to her she was like yeah she's like you know your dad used to have birthday parties for all of your siblings like he would have it in, um at these little like playground places indoor playground places like so i'm just sitting there like wait what because my dad would always like tell my mom he didn't have it wow like i don't have it right now i don't have it right now <clears throat> and my mom like I, I I always used to say when I was younger, like I whenever they would be like, oh, you want to go eat or like you want to go to the movies or, or something, I would always be like, nah, I'm cool because at the end of the night they were gonna get in an argument. Wow. But I knew it was because my mom she felt like we deserve so much more. Mm. And then like as the years went on, I could see her like blaming him, and I could see her like don't even come home tonight, like, I can't stand this shit, like, I'm tired, you know? Mm -hmm. And you see it, like, time after time after time after time. So it just, like, every year, like, holidays come, birthdays come, like, I was just like, nah, like, I'm cool, like, I could skip this one, like, you know, I never really wanted to do anything with them, just in general. Mm -hmm. So here I am, like, trying to justify, like, me never having birthday parties on Mm -hmm. maybe that's why, Mm -hmm. because I never wanted one. Mm-hmm. But, like, as a kid, how do you know? How do you know if you want a birthday party or not? Like, sometimes right. your parents just throw it together, and then it just happened to be, like, a really great experience, even yeah. just for photos years later. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's another thing with me. Like, I don't really have many photos from when I was under maybe, like, 15. Yeah. And I always say that, like, whenever um, Mark's mom was like, hey, like, let oh, for the baby shower, she wanted to do a slideshow of, like, baby pictures with us. And I was like, oh, I don't really have any. And she was like you don't have none? I was like, no. Like, I have maybe, like, three, and I don't even know where they're at. It's crazy. So, with that being said, it's like, you have those experiences from all those birthday parties, like, from all those times you went to Disneyland, or for all those times, like, those are just memories. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I don't really have many memories that are, like, outside of our apartment. Mm -hmm. Which is why it's interesting, because now, like, I live in this really great, huge house, but I'm like naturally I'm an apartment person wow like I want Umi to be in our room because I slept in bed with my mom for 20 years yeah and Mark's like oh I always had my own room like I had three I have two brothers and they they had their own room and I had my own room and we just like come from two different separate different lives but yet he was still raised in Compton and like I was raised in this really nice went to nice schools Mm -hmm. and all that Mm. so 
but when after we had that conversation, because she was like, yeah, like they would spend like thousands, like five to ten thousand. I'm like, I never even like thought about about that. I didn't even know my dad was like capable of obtaining that kind of money mm-hmm. because he would always leave my mom with the impression that he didn't have it. And she in in her mind, she was like, yeah, he probably don't have it because he got five other kids, but not even correlating it to like he's living good with them. Like, just thinking, like, he's probably paying her child support or something, so it takes from our our mouths. So, like, when I was sitting, like, after the conversation, and luckily, Umi, like, he wasn't napping, but he was good the whole hour we were talking. Wow. He didn't cry or anything until we got to the very end, and then he started, like, crying or whatever, and I was like, okay, like, I gotta go now. Mm-hmm. But... After that conversation, I just started thinking, like, yo, mm-hmm. this is why I have to go to therapy because, like, I, there's so much information mm-hmm. that, like, I don't even have yet. Mm-hmm. Like, that I don't even have yet. Mm-hmm. It's like when I found out that, like, my grandpa was in prison for life after killing whoever he killed, the family that he killed. Like, I didn't, I never knew that. Like, he would he would mail me every holiday, every birthday. He would send me a letter. I knew he was in jail, but, like, as a young person, I never thought to myself, like, he could be there forever. I'll wow. never see him again. Yeah. Wow. So, I was, I was literally just sitting there on the couch, like, I need therapy. Wow. Like, I just need to, like, just get it off. Yeah. So I went to to therapy. And I found the therapist online. Like, I was really adamant. I found a Latin woman. And she was, she was, she was dope. Like, when I met her, I was like, oh, like, you know, because you could see a person's spirit as soon as you see them. So I'm, so I'm sitting there, like, we're talking. She was really sweet. Like, Mm -hmm. she was, like, understanding everything. Like, I... I loved her. Like, I was like, I, f- I left the first session feeling like, yo, like, I found someone just because I, f- I felt like I saw someone sweet enough to, like, take in the information that I had to give them and, like, could, like, play some places. Like, yeah, you know, like, I felt she was kind of, like, having a conversation with me. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I felt that before, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I went back the second the second time and I was talking, 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 talking. And then that like 54th minute hit and she was like, okay, she was like, okay, you know, we only have like five more minutes. So um, let's just hold that thought till next week. And then I'll be like, oh, okay. Like, and then, Mm. and then, and then I came back the next week and like, I'm doing it again. And it was like, oh, um, we're at the 51st minute. Like, let's, let's hold that thought. Like, let's bring it back next week. But like never giving me insight or anything. Cause we're already at that 51st minute. Wow. It was like, so we're at the 51st minute. And then for the next, like, let's say five, she's like, yeah. So how did that feel? And, and like, I would be like, uh, it felt cool. But like now I'm already like a little irritated, but she, she was like, okay. She's like, well, over the week, I want you to just, um, I just want you to express yourself more. Which is which is fine, like that's good information, but I want I want to know that you hear me, like yeah. and what I'm saying, like I want feedback. Yeah. So then, how do I get better? How do I thank you? Yeah. So then, the last time I went, which was the fourth time, mind you, I don't have insurance or nothing, so I'm paying out of pocket every every time I go. Wow. So I'm at, I'm like approaching the thousands a little going over. So I was like, yeah, I told myself that morning, like as I was driving there. 
I was like, if this is something that's going to be like taking me away from my family, like because Mark is only home on weekends for the most part and it was every Saturday. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if this is something that's going to be taking me away from my family and also digging in my pockets and it's and I feel like I'm not really gaining enough from it, like this is this just isn't for me anymore. And I'm going to have to decide that after this session. Wow. So I go into the session and and like the walls had kind of came down like it wasn't it was kind of like we could see each other now because at first I'm seeing like oh she's sweet like I'm like looking into her like oh, okay like I, f I found one like I, I hit the jackpot and then every every time I went every session it was like oh you're not like really as compassionate as you seem you're not really listening to me or like yeah like you 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 made me it was kind of like that first that first session first you made day me of school my dad calls it first day of school everybody wears their best clothes their yes. best yes it's first impression it's the first day of school yes and you made me and you made me feel like yo you see me and then I keep and then I because she that first um that wow. first session she was responding yeah like giving me, I'm like, yo, okay, she brought the works out tonight. Wow. But then the next, every time I would go after that, it was like just less interest, less interest, less interest. Wow. But me, I'm like talking in circles, like, yeah, it could be this, it could be that, it could be, yeah. And then my auntie Sunday called me and then this and then that. Like I'm going in and in and in. And then she's like, yeah, so this week I just want you to like sit and think. And I'm like, yo, like, no, no, no. Like, but then I started to think in my head, you know, maybe, maybe that's what therapy is. Like, maybe you just go just to get it out. Mm -hmm. And then we're, we're talking or whatever. And then I go, um, sh so she, it was like the 50 something minute and she like started to stop me or whatever. And mm -hmm. I was like, so basically like I said all of this, like, cause she was like, oh, it's, it's 50, whatever. And, and I was talking as she did that. She didn't even wait till I finished. And so I was like, so I finished it off and I was like, so I said all of that basically to say, like, I really don't know how to say I love you. Like, so what should I do? <laughs> like, wow. because I literally felt like now I have to ask you a question because you're not hearing, you're not what, I'm hearing saying. what I'm saying. Wow. So then she was like, um, well, I can't help you with that. And I was like, what do you mean you can't help me with that? And she was like, what do you normally, like, before you got therapy, what, what, do you, what would you have normally done to, like, get out your feelings? And I was like, well, I'm a writer, so I write. And she said, so that's therapy for you. Wow. So it was literally like she knew that I didn't, I wasn't even supposed to be there. But it was like, I'm collecting this check for it from it, so might as well just have her come because like she was she was literally because I had told her in one of I think maybe the very first time I met her I was like yeah you know I write and usually like therapy is like uh, and then she brought it up the fourth like so what are you doing here is basically what I heard wow but by writing do you feel like you still like did you get enough of the professional help to feel like it was worth it and then it's like okay now I can kind of write out my emotions like did you gain anything from it I feel like I feel like I did, like, especially at the very end when, you know, I had that self-realization that, yeah, like, writing for me is is therapy, but mostly because I'm just not someone who's very great at, like, expressing myself. Mm -hmm. So 
my form of like expressing myself is like I have to really like sit and I have to really really think like I can't really sit in front of you in like a therapy session week after week after week and and heal and heal because I have to like write it out like I have Mm. to really sit and like be able to unless I'm able to like maybe record the session and so that I can listen to it. Mm-hmm. I'm not the type of person who naturally learns by you talking to me and then I just leave. Mm-hmm. I have to physically write it in code wow. for me to feel like, like I'm healing in any way or like to, even to like make me cry. Like when I was talking to her, like I didn't have a moment really where like I needed to cry, but where sometimes I'm writing and then I read it back and I'm like, yo, and I can actually like feel it and I'll, I'll cry from it. Cause it's kind of like I'm writing in my own scripture, like I'm writing in my own code. So as I've gotten it out, it's like goes into the air and then it's like released from it. Wow. And then for the most part, I'll never cry about it again. But some things you don't even know that you haven't cried about. Oh, that's, yeah. You know? that No, that's a big, that's a big thing. Some things you don't even know you need to cry about. That, yeah, I, okay. I'll dive in based off of that. Um, are you, is that, are you? Yeah, you I feel like, I feel like that was it. Like, I feel like. Therapy for me, I won't say was an awful experience, mm-hmm. but it definitely made me realize like even if even if I'm not in the in the mood or like in the impression of um tapping in, mm-hmm. somehow I'm gonna still have to tap I'm, I still end up tapping in. Like, I still go into a room and, like, take from a conversation something way different than what you just took from the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, because she, I'm pretty sure even when she was like, yeah, you know, I can't help you. And I was like, why? She was like, because writing is your therapy. I'm pretty sure she didn't think that she told on herself. Mm-hmm. Because she texted me. She called me. Like, she kept calling, like, hey, when do you want to schedule a session? She didn't realize, like, in that moment, that's where I tapped out of that experience. Wow. So she she didn't even know, but when I was like really sick, it's not even I'm not even gonna say I was testing her, but when I let after I reflected every episode every um session that I would go, I was like, is it worth it? First day, yeah, come back. Second day, is it worth it? I think so. Like, let me come back one more time. Fourth, third third time I go, is it worth it? She's just so nice. Mm. And then I come a fourth time, and after it was like, was is it worth it now? Like. Nah, because she just she just told me like she's not gonna help me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But do you does it turn you off from therapy in general or just her as a therapist? Um it doesn't it doesn't turn me off from therapy in general, no, no way. But it definitely just I think makes it more difficult for me to find one because I feel like what I'm looking for in a therapist might be something different than what you're looking for Mm -hmm. in the therapist. And for me, I think because I've been in like a relationship for as long as I've been in a relationship and like, I have that one person that I talk to every day. And then like, I don't really like, you know, tap in and like dig deep with very many people. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think I was more so like craving the conversation from it. Mm. So just literally getting it out, just literally getting it out. But then you also talking back to me like it didn't even have to be like, you know, maybe this week you can do this. I want you to say like, yeah, it's kind of like 
that time when I went to Easter with my stepmom and my dad didn't want to go and everyone looked at me like, who is that? You know, like, yeah. I want you to, like, talk to me Ride and tell, yeah. exactly. Make, like Make me feel like you're human. Make me feel like you're human, yeah. exactly. When some people wanted to feel the complete opposite, like, feel like a professional, hold me, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you wanted a, a human yeah. kind of contact vibe. That's crazy. And that was, like, solely just the purpose mm. and then and then I realized like which is why I'm still open to it like not everyone gets into the profession of therapy for the same reasons mm -hmm. like some people just want to hear what you're saying because she 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 like diagnosed me with um what did she say she diagnosed me with the inability to detach from something and it was called something wow and i was like first of all how could you diagnose me like at the on the fourth try mm -hmm. but also like every single week that i'm talking to you i'm not talking about the same things because i feel like i've let it out mm -hmm. i feel like if i was attached to of course attachment looks different in every single person in every human being. in every human but yeah. for me it was like i'm telling you about a new experience every single time i'm coming here mm. and some people go in and say, i just i just can't get over it like yeah. or like how do i i've tried like me i w it wasn't that it was mm -hmm. like every single episode i was episode i keep calling it a damn episode but every single time <laughs> i go yeah um, I want, I want to just get a new, a new something, like a yeah. new high from you, you know? Mm. But then I realized like not everyone is meant to give you that high. Wow. So that's why I, I feel like I will continue to look for a therapist just, or even just, you know, somebody to like talk to that, like, I don't, I don't know what to call them. I know they have names, but not life coaches, but, um, until I find that, I feel like maybe every so often, like, I'll search for it. Like, I'm mm -hmm. not against it at all. Because, mm -hmm. again, everyone's different. Yeah. But what do you, what was your experience mm -hmm. with therapy? Okay. So, my ideas about therapy before I went. Um, my mom is a therapist, as you know. Uh, so, my mom is a therapist. My dad's a comedian. So, both very, very different, different parenting styles. Um, my mom... You know, all I knew was, like, people were going to her to get better, but I had only heard about, like, extremes. Like, you know, this little girl was abused by her brother, and so she's in from the foster care system. Like, everybody's story sounded so heavy. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of always felt like, you know, it's it's that almost, like, toxic, like, black Christian mentality of, like, you know, it could always be worse. Like, my right. pain is, you know what I mean? When right. it's, like, the whole thing about therapy is acknowledging your your pain is your pain, you know? Mm -hmm. So I kind of had that, like, it could be worse. It could be worse. God has blessed me. God has blessed me. It could be worse going over everything I'd ever felt. Mm -hmm. um, and then what eventually drove me to it, I first started last year, 2019, um, right after my breakup. I felt like I, I didn't know what else to do. Mm -hmm. I literally felt so sad and so numb that it was unhealthy and mm -hmm. so I was just like I don't know what to do but try therapy you know was it solely because of the breakup that you felt that low well the breakup then come you know came with breaking up with my home and my dog career-wise was really slow and then I think just not having privacy 
Mm-hmm. Um, sleeping on my mom's couch, it was like, I'm losing my mind. You know right. what I mean? Like, I don't even get to cry in a room with the door shut because right. I'm just, reve- like, I'm open. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And uh, nobody really was providing comfort. It didn't matter who I called. It didn't feel any better. Right. So I was like, maybe I just need to go to therapy and talk it out. So my intention was going after the breakup. I knew I wanted to discuss my family and different things like that. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, initially it was like, okay, let me just figure out how to make my heart stop hurting so bad. But the thing was that was interesting is because my dad's in the industry um, and at the end of the day is more famous than black people, I right. didn't want a black therapist because right. I didn't want to talk openly about any of my experiences and then go, ooh, Townsend, wait, oh, I got tea. Like right. people are messy. People violate. Yes, they sign paperwork. It does not matter. No, it doesn't so, at all. Um, so yeah, so I didn't want a black therapist, although people are like they relate more to your experience. But I felt like because... I wasn't going in identity based. I was going in more relationship. Mm-hmm. I wasn't as pressed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, um, so I found a woman who uh, had done a lot of work in the inner city, which I loved because she sounded like really compassionate. Like, I got to know this later, but um, I liked the way she sounded on the phone and just kind of went with it. But I later found out she did a lot of work with like inner city youth. And she's like, and you know, she's like, they're so mad at these black and brown boys, but the reason they're doing this is this. And I heard a certain understanding in her voice that mm-hmm. I really admired that I was like, oh, you have perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, she was like, in one kid, you know, she always got, he was like, she was like, he always got in trouble for stealing, but I knew that he was in a really rough foster home and they weren't feeding him. She mm-hmm. goes, so why would they be mad at that baby? Right. And for me to see that, like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you see them as human beings, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you have perspective for a bunch of different people. I mm-hmm. love that. So, um, first session, I am, like, at this point still <laughs> <laughs> so sad. So I cried at least six times a day, you know, post-breakup. So I'm like, I got my cry out. You know, I'm a Virgo. I prepare. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not going to go in. I wrote notes about what <laughs> session one will be like. I... <laughs> I cried so that my, you know, my tear glands were open. I, you know, didn't wear makeup. I wore a hat, you know, to protect myself and wrote out notes like only going to cover the breakup. Don't go into your relationship with your sister. You don't want to discuss your family. This like it was like, know what you're going in for. So I get there. (laughs) I get there. This is when I knew I had a wall up comedically. It was a mess. She goes, hi, how are you? I'm like, hi. She's like just fill out this paper. And so I'm like, I just want to dive right in. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't want to do this lady. I'm here for the work. (laughs) So I'm filling out the paper, my address, whatever. And she's like, and just press that button when you're done. And she has a really soft voice. She's very cute, gray hair, older woman. I'm like, safe. You know, she just felt safe, like like a little cute grandma. So, um, I fill out the stuff and I'm like, you know, let me get a joke ready or something. Let me break the ice with this lady, right? Like, let me put up my best wall. So I get in there and she goes, hello. And I'm so uncomfortable having intimate conversations that are serious with strangers. Right. I hate deep eye contact. I panic when somebody's looking in my soul because I'm so sensitive to eye contact. So I'm like, oh my God, this is so intimate. So I'm like, hi. And she goes, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? Clearly not good, right? right. Like, and she goes, okay, um, so why are you here? I'm like, why am I here? Like, it's like the Grammys, you know? I'm in full host Virgo mode. I'm like, why am I here? Well, basically, um, about a week ago, (laughs) you know, um, my man dumped me and, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She goes, no, it's okay. 
I took a break. I was like, no, you are not gonna see me crying, ma'am. Let me finish the story in a second. So I clean up and I go, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, anyway, she goes, do you wanna talk about something else? I said, yes, I would. She goes, so do you have any siblings? I go, yeah, I have a sister and a brother. Tell me about your relationship with your sister. I'm like, my sister, my sister. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't stop crying. I'm like, you know, she's like, okay, and are you close with your mom? Tell me about your relationship with your mom. And I just start crying. And every question, then she goes, have you ever had a pet? And at this point, we're co-parenting the dog. Right. So, you know, we've broken up, but we're co-parenting. She goes, do you have a pet? I go, yeah, I have a dog. She goes, oh, what's his name? I'm like, you know, I'm telling her. And she goes, tell me about your dog. And I'm like, like, I just, it was like, I was like every, because I'm worried about the dog, you know, right. me never seeing the dog again, because now we're broken up. Whose dog is it going to be? Like, I just realized how many things were making me sad. Right. That I was like, okay, one, I'm proud of you for doing the work and coming here. Two, it's not normal to cry. If somebody goes, tell me about every member of your family. Tell me about what you do. Tell me about your dog. Like, I was like, I am so fragile and right. it's not even that like I come from you know a horrible family or my relationship was rough but there was you get there and you're so open to all the things you never healed mm -hmm. and you might be mad about something when you were nine with your sister mm -hmm. or mad at your mom for something she said in an argument she didn't even remember she said mm -hmm. you know or you felt unsupported and somebody's like no I love you I support you I just but you never told me I didn't know you needed to hear it like there's so many things yeah. that you realize are not healed mm -hmm. and um you know, and then she explained to me, you know, because my experience was more so being self-aware enough to come to my own conclusions right. once she said something that, like, sparked me. And I don't know if that's just how everybody is in therapy, but mm -hmm. I know that the more open you are and the more honest you are with yourself, like, everybody has a wall up. But when you're really like, okay, I'm going to be really honest, like yeah, I can be controlling. Or you know what? I can be really insecure. Like, when you're willing to go there, you find more answers. Right. And so... um, it was really interesting because she'd ask just little questions that would really make me think. And uh, she said two things that stuck out. She said, you always say, why would I do that? Why would I do that? Why would I do that? She goes, you're creating stress in your body. She goes, why not? And she goes, you're afraid of love because you think it might not work, but what if it does? Mm -hmm. She goes, you're afraid to try this, but what if it goes good? And she goes, you're so set on preparing for the worst. And she goes, you are breeding dis-ease, and dis-ease brings you disease. She goes, you are killing yourself by stressing about things that don't exist. And I was like, breeding dis-ease in your, and I was like, okay. You know, like it was, she said, everything you're doing is fear-based. And right. she goes, when do you live? She goes, I've been married for years. I don't know if my husband could hurt me tomorrow. She goes, but what am I going to stop loving him? Like, and it was just like, yo, I was like, yo, oh, sweetheart, no. listen up. Back up right now because you're shaking the table and I don't like it. You understand? <laughs> so anyway, so I'm like freaking out. Like she's reading me and but very nice. Like, and maybe you're breeding disease. And I'm like, okay. Then she said another thing. I described, you know, something that somebody in my family had done and it hurt me. And I kept, instead of saying it hurt me, I said, but I feel for them and understand why they did it. But it makes sense because mm -hmm. if it was me, I'd get it. Mm -hmm. You know what? But it was valid. She, that, she should have never said that, but, and she said, wow. And I'm like, uh-huh. She goes, you are so empathetic. It's almost dangerous. 
And she said, you feel for everyone when like they have done really hurtful things. You, you make everything make sense. Like you, you know what I'm saying? And it was like so triggering because yeah. my entire life I've learned, it's like almost like when a boxer, you know, keeps moving, I've learned how to avoid confrontation because I feel why people are feeling, you know, I'd understand why my friend in elementary, you know, shut down after the school play when I sang because I got really loud claps and I'm a singer, but she wants to be a singer. But mm -hmm. let me just, my entire life, I learned how to shrink mm -hmm. and make people comfortable. Mm -hmm. And especially with how many like talents I just naturally have, mm -hmm. it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot to be around me. It's a lot of personality. Right. And so I'd shrink so that everybody else felt seen. And she goes, this is so unfair to you. She's like, so not only are you stressing about things that have never even happened. Mm -hmm. She's like, but you're literally feeling so much for other people that you're ne completely neglecting the fact that you're unhappy. And she goes, and you keep covering up with laughter <clears throat> and making everybody else happy. But she's like, what if, what if everything is working the way it should be right now? Right. You know, and I kept going and about the first four sessions, I was just sobbing. I mean, everything hurt. Like, <laughs> I was just like, it was like she was socking me in my gut and then would smile and rub my back and be like, you ready for another one? She's like, so tell me about um, when you were a kid, did you feel accepted? I'm like, oh, you know, like, but it was, it's certain things that you just don't even realize yeah. ever bothered you. Yeah. You know, ever. Yeah. Like, like I feel like, your experience with having to shrink yourself like over and 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 over, and over yeah. it has almost like turned into a habit at this point. Yeah. Cause like there's, there's moments where like, um, if I, if I say like, Oh, I'm gonna pick something up. Like I'm headed you, I'm headed your way. Like I'll pick something up or whatever you, you're like automatically like, okay, yeah, pick it up. And I got however much for you. I'm like, it's cool. Like, it's cool. Or like if we go out to eat, it's still like I'm going to pay. Like it, I feel like you are just so used to doing that that you don't let other people. Oh, I don't let anybody do anything. For yeah, me. you don't. Yeah. Like to yeah. the point and, and maybe because a lot of people can't do for you and you know that. Yeah. Yeah. So when there's people who can or like when there's people who are trying to, you're like, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Like or maybe next time. But then next time never comes. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, I think so interesting something i realized too is like my dad being in ind industry really affect my brain i i was naturally on gore on guard and more paranoid than the average person oh, because yeah. i was like they could be using you they could do they think i'm using them right. so a big thing with me is um you know is just always making sure i pitch in because my fear is like do they think i'm using them but right. it's like i can't walk through the world being afraid right. of like like they got to know my heart right. you know what i'm saying like you either know who I am. Even or bigger you don't. than that though, because like when we were younger, like you had I'm such such strong ways. Like yeah. it was like, oh, I can't do that because then like if so and so sees her, like what if they snap a picture? Like we would be we would be out <laughs> randomly. And she'd be like, Oh, but I gotta turn her away to take the shot because what if somebody snaps a picture? I'm I didn't like, want anyone to be able <laughs> to take a photo that one day ruined my life. <laughs> Now I'm like, oh my goodness. But then you finally learn like whatever I'm doing, I'm a I'ma hold myself accountable for mm -hmm. it. Like, of course, if you're doing the worst of the worst things, like you don't want people mm -hmm. to know. But if you're doing all that, then you need <laughs> you really definitely need the works because we're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Therapy, therapy, therapy. Okay. So so I feel like the key to therapy is being honest with yourself. You agree? Yeah. I like, feel it's not like a magical combo that happens. 
Sometimes, though. I don't know. Her saying that was pretty magical. Yeah, I, f- I feel like everyone gets, they, like, if you're lucky enough, you find what you need. Yeah. And sometimes it just takes, like, a few a few shots at it. Because yeah. I, f- I don't feel like I'll never find it. Like, I feel like one day I will find it. But yeah. I just haven't found it yet. So I can't be like, nah, like, therapy isn't for me or whatever. It's just, let, maybe I don't need it as bad now than that yeah. I'll need it five years from now. Right. But being open to it. But being open to it, like being open-minded, going in and not feeling like how you felt. Like, I'm going to write out a list of things not to say or like how I went into it. Like, I was expecting, I don't know what I was expecting. Like, I was expecting for her to be deep. That That's really what it was. Like, I was expecting for us to be able to go there. Yes. And And you just learn in life in general, like there's a lot fewer people that can go there than you do. Yeah, everybody can go there. <laughs> like, you, it's, and, and for me, I'm like, you know, you got a whole degree in it, like, mm-hmm. and even even then, so, like, we had, it was, like, a brief conversation, and um, she was like, um, I'm gonna recommend this book for you, for you to read, and I was like, okay, and then she gave, like, she she had it with her, and then she gave me the name of it, and I was like, that I'm not about to read that book. Was it like a really basic book? It was so basic. Yeah. Like you don't even know where what I'm taught. Like I could see if you was trying to go somewhere. If you put me on on in the book, because I would I read all the reviews and everything. Yeah. So if you put me on, or especially like if you tell me a book about something that everybody else is telling me about, then I'm gonna feel like oh, okay, like she's she goes there, she's tapped in. But mm-hmm. if I can't feel like you're tapped tapped in or tapping in with me mm-hmm. like maybe it was that she wasn't tapping in with me mm-hmm. like maybe you can go there yeah, exactly a, and that's I think a big thing too exactly. is like people get turned off by um therapy experiences because they're like I don't know it just it wasn't for me because of the person but I think mm-hmm. it's great that you're saying okay it wasn't the experience of my dreams but I also realized the woman could have been a big issue because yeah. you know if you feel like the person's really listening to you sometimes that alone is therapeutic that they're exactly. just listening exactly. and there's intent and they're they're hearing you exactly um but but it is very interesting and everybody gets hit by different things but you're so deep that you want somebody who's like break it down like help me find answers break it down help me but not even that just like show yourself yeah like if the very first time I meet you like my idea of you is like oh she's sweet she's this like of course everyone's going through things so like maybe these couple of weeks she was going through things but like let me see something you know like Mm. even if if the first time if you were going something uh, going through something you show me like oh like you don't really show me that you're like sweet and all this and you're just like being the therapist that you are maybe mm. that would have made me feel like better about it because I'm yeah. like it's like how she's a real person exactly yeah show me you're real versus I mean that's putting on a, school yeah. is the worst because everybody is in character everybody wants you to go oh I met the coolest person today but then guess what second day third day fourth day the outfits get less you know impressive you know the conversations less and less they're not as fun they're not as bubbly so it's like you almost want somebody to just show me who you are if you're a little blunt let me see you're a little blunt exactly but it's like it's crazy how many people really walk through the earth in their skin not a lot even people are 50 and they're like well maybe you know my partner knows the real me but I don't let the world see the real me it's like we literally walk into situations like this is what it is like this is what you get and And sometimes people don't see it though Right. Because I feel like a lot of times 
people will have people will have one idea of who you are and the whole time like you trying to show them someone something else or mm-hmm. like the whole time you're not being what they, their idea is mm-hmm. and then it's just it's like a miscommunication because it's just like okay um how do I break down that like this is who I am like mm-hmm. you shouldn't even have to think of, about those things mm-hmm. like if you can't see me yeah I shouldn't have to, as friends, like, I shouldn't, or people in general, like, acquaintances, like, you don't have to, every time you hit me, it don't have to be about advice. Yeah. Or it's just like, like you're just seeing from me what you want to see. Yeah. Right. Like, as if I'm not going through my own things and, and struggling and whatever. It's also, like, certain people just learn one dynamic and then that's all they think you offer. And it's, like, yeah. like especially us, we have so many different sides. Yeah. But very few people, you know, know them. And so it's it's awkward when you're in a different mood, but somebody approaches you based off the idea they have of you. Like, right. if I'm really serious or I'm really sad and somebody's like, girl, do a voice for me. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm so sad right now. Right. Like, you know, I know all you see of me is this upbeat energy, but some days I'm tired. And today right. I'm tired, you right. know. But, um, yeah, I think... I think, I mean, overall, as far as therapy, I recommend it. Um, some tips to finding a good therapist. Um, there's a lot of like sites that you can literally narrow down if you want a man or a woman or, um, you know, a specific ethnicity. My biggest thing was I would call them and just talk to them on the phone for like five minutes. Like, I just was like, who feels good on the phone? Like, if mm. I don't like you on the phone, I'm not going to like you in real life. And, um, I asked a lot of them, are you willing to be honest with me? And based off how they answered is who I picked. Mm. Um, And I felt like she was like, I'm just going to tell you what is real to me and we'll just see if we can, you know, agree. Like it right. didn't feel like, yeah, it didn't well, feel I like she was feel safe. Yeah. Like it was like, it sounded real. And, and, uh, she was like, well, I'm not going to tell you what I think you want to hear if that's what you're asking. And I was like, ah, yeah, she's the one, you know? And, um, I think that it's going to be hard. I think we have to remember that doing the work, you know what I mean? And being in the works is very difficult. Everybody thinks of therapy as, oh, and I just feel lighter and better and happier. Like there were some days I left and just needed to go in the bathroom and cry for 20 minutes. Cause right. I was like, that dug up some stuff I wish you never touched. You right. know what I mean? And uh, and just some fears and and realizing, you know, I kept going back and then having to do the follow-up questions and learn how to do them without crying. So have you spoken to your ex? Are you guys working it out? And just feeling the distance getting worse and worse. Yeah. And it was like, you got to let it out, though. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, I don't know. I think it's, it's a really awesome thing. I, I challenge you to do the work in whatever way that is, if you're not ready for therapy or can't afford therapy yet, there's meditation, there's self-help books, um, talking to friends who, you know, are willing to go there with you. And sometimes when you don't have that, um, being willing to go there with yourself. I think most of the realizations I had in therapy were me sitting and going, you know what? I was very insecure. I was very controlling. Would I have wanted to date or be friends with a person like me? And if I can't answer yes, I got work to do. Right. You know? So. What do you, what would you say is like your everyday form of therapy without actually having to go into an office or to talk to somebody? Like what's your everyday routine? Every day I, um, <laughs> you know, I, I reserve at least 30 minutes to dance. I feel mm-hmm. like it's so important to play songs that make me feel good, that make me feel confident, that might be really ratchet. Mulatto. Um, but uh, I <laughs> listen to music that really just makes me want to dance, and I just give myself compliments mentally while I do it. Um, I'd be lying if I said I meditate every day, but what I have been trying to do lately is, one, not reaching for my phone as soon as I open my eyes, and two, just taking, like, three deep breaths as soon as I wake up. Right. Thank you, God. You know, because I jump right into my day like, mm, okay, what's on Instagram? It's like, nah. One, 
Thank you, God. Like, you know, yeah. all right, another I day. Think, I think I I think I found a challenge. Do we have a challenge for Uh-oh, this Uh-oh, we don't have a challenge. I feel like the challenge should be, okay. what's one form of therapy that you can apply to your everyday life, whatever that form mean to you? What's one new one that you can do for this whole year? And we'll give you guys a couple examples if you're stumped on what that means. So last year, I made it a habit to every time I feel like I'm stressed out every time that or at least once every day Mm -hmm. just clean something up like because you know I have a baby so sometimes it gets really um dirty in the house or like all his toys are all over the the living room and then all his clothes are sitting like Mm -hmm. needing to be done you know like so every every day I made a point to say okay let me just clean up something today like like let me let me use that as therapy also like like whether it's like I just want to sit and I just want to chill and then like say Umi's gone he's not home and I have the whole day to myself I can chill for a certain amount of time but like at some point clean something up because it'll help with my mental space Yeah. So just, I mean, I think that that's the best way to wrap it up is something that helps with your mental space, Mm -hmm. you know, is what we mean is like, is it, you know, burning an incense, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And developing your own like daily rituals that you follow, or is it getting a journal and literally writing just everything you're feeling out, you know, or like she said, is it cleaning something up? Just something that helps you, you know, with your mental health to feel like you're imbalanced, Mm -hmm. you know, in balance, sorry about that, not imbalanced, Um, (laughs) in balance and uh, just something that feels good to you whether it is dancing for 30 minutes or you know um, drinking a gallon of water knowing at the end of the day you're proud of yourself you got to do one thing a day so Mm -hmm. the challenge is figuring it out and executing it Mm -hmm. yeah all right well (laughs) this has been another episode of unpack and bounce back this is sky (laughs) and this is Raina. we'll see you guys next episode Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. If you're in the mood to share, send over to a friend. Press subscribe for more content. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Unpack and Bounce Back. And remember, it's the letter N, not A-N-D. Until next time.